right now, as scary as it sounds, as scary as it could feel right now with all the chaos and the crisis going on in the world, remember that change opens an opportunity to grow bigger and to grow better. But the way you talk to yourself is huge, guys. And the way you see yourself and your identity is going to change all these opportunities that come your way and also how you win in your business. So identity is who the F we are. Are we the best? Are we champions? Are we resilient? Are we adaptive? Are we creating that identity for our teams and for our business? And if you're not, we need to start thinking about this, guys, because identity is the most important thing that drives behavior. And you have to actually physically get conscious to create it. Even right now in the world, when everything's crazy, when everyone's uncertain, when everyone's putting their head in the sand and turtling and not doing what they should be doing, use this time to create new identity for you and for your company. Grow your cleaning business. Make more money. Have more time. This is the Profit Cleaners Podcast with your hosts, Brandon Condry and Brandon Shane. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Profit Cleaners Podcast, the only place where you can learn from the top 1% of cleaning business owners from around the world to take it to the next level and win. I am your host, Brandon Shane. I want to welcome you guys to the show today. And thank you for being here. Thanks for spending time with us and hanging out with the Profit Cleaners. So Brandon's out today, but I have a really important episode, something really important I want to share with you guys that's really going to help you out. Recently in our paid mastermind group, someone was asking, how do you keep putting one foot in front of the other? How do you keep going? And I think a lot of the issues we experience as cleaning business owners come down to what I'm going to talk to you guys about today, which is identity. We've talked about culture in the past. We've talked about core values. We talked about a lot of that good stuff and how you build that into your service business, your cleaning business. But today, guys, I want to talk about identity because cultures and values persevere through adversity. But what really creates the story of what we fulfill is identity. Okay. And so you guys might be wondering, how do we navigate change? How do we get through what's going on right now in the world? There's a lot of stuff changing around us. There's a lot of things that we don't even understand how to comprehend or how to get through this. But I want to bring this to you guys because I was impacted by this so much lately from one of my coaches, Ed Milet, who was talking about this. And it just kind of transcended everything for me. It kind of brought it all together and made it really clear. And I think it's going to help you guys out tremendously as well. So if you're out there, you're wondering, how do I keep going? Like, why am I not getting the success I'm wanting to achieve here? I think it's going to come down to a lot of what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. As I said, guys, let's just recap. Culture is the day-to-day values and behaviors that we have in our environment. We talk a lot about culture and our cleaning businesses, how to build that, how to make that better. But guys, identity is who are you? Who the F are you? And what do we believe about ourselves to create that culture? Okay. And what do you believe most deeply? And what do you believe about yourself and your business? Are you dominant? Are you resilient? Are you adaptable? Are you champion? What do you believe about yourself? And that identity is what's going to change everything. So if we look back at the Super Bowl just happened, guys, the, the Bengals of all teams, Nobody would have thought that they would have gotten to the Super Bowl. They don't have a top 10 roster, yet you see them in the Super Bowl, and it's because of their identity. They were resilient. And actually, just a few games before that, in the playoffs, the Rams, okay, this was a big game. The Rams, when they played the 49ers, there was actually a lot of talk that the 49ers are like the Rams kryptonite. And every time, I don't know for how many years, it's almost been a pattern and a habit that they will lose to the 49ers every time. 
And one of the coaches that came in, the coaching staff that said basically what they did to coach all these guys was a mental psychological shift in their identity. And it took them from obviously this year, I think they broke the losing streak with the 49ers and it was a change in their identity. And it was a change to believe that they are resilient. And that shifted everything. As you guys saw, you know, they were way down in one of the playoff games and they came back and nobody, you know, hardly anyone could believe it. And they said, what happened? Guys, it was a shift in their identity. Okay. So just imagine for a second that you've been working with a cleaning business, say for 20 years, the last 20 years, you've been a customer of this cleaning business. And this actually happened to me with another business, but I'm just giving you guys this example and scenario in the cleaning space. So let's say you've been with the company for 20 years. You've been one of their best customers. They've always told you that. Let's say one day you walk, you're getting your clean done. Maybe the staff has changed the management and they say to you, well, well, Hey, um, Mr. So-and-so like your accounts actually past due and they like pull you off to the side. Maybe it's a little embarrassing even because they're like, you're with a group of your friends or people. And they say, Hey, your card is canceled and your account's canceled. It's actually past due. And you say, well, that's strange. I've never missed my bills. And so then you realize, Oh, well, actually your wife had had some fraud charges on your account. And so that was a couple months ago. And so what had happened is they had never reached out to update your card and you had never reached out to tell them. And so in reality, you were still a good customer. Just some issues happened. And they said, well, no, 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 Mr. Customer, we're going to have to take the new card. And when we do take the new card, it's going to be $100 more per month because we have new rules now and everything's changed. And so the prices have gone up and you've been with us 20 years, but there's nothing you can do. So imagine if that had happened to you and what would you think of this company if this was your situation? Obviously, what I would have done is said, absolutely not. And this is actually what I did, not with the cleaning company, but just putting it in perspective here, guys. I said, absolutely not, not doing business with you guys, taking my business elsewhere and took the card and went somewhere else. And that company just lost one of their best customers for 20 years because all they were focused on was profit, right? All they cared about was money. So this organization lacks an identity. And identity is truly what they're lacking is real expectations from the people and themselves. Okay, so they're not rewarding the behaviors they want they're simply focused on the bottom line and the profit, and they're totally forgetting the customer experience and the customer altogether. And so I want you to just think about that story for a second. And there is a lot of businesses out there right now, guys, that do lack that identity, that do this exact same thing with their customers. They don't think about what they're doing to their customers. They don't think about the experience they're giving their customers. They just are looking at it from a sheer bottom line perspective. When we did these price increases, for example, recently in our cleaning businesses, we did tell people the why and we explained it. And if we did get pushback from people that were like, hey, we've been with you for years and we need a break and like we worked with those people. So I just wanted to paint that picture for you guys because an organization that understands who they are and you know, who their identity is, you're going to be able to navigate that change. You're going to be able to navigate these environments that we have constantly changing around us as you're an entrepreneur in business. So, But really what this organization lacked was expectations of the people and themselves. So Really, the question is, guys, how do you navigate change? How do you navigate what's going on in your business and the world right now? And a big part of that is you want to reward those behaviors that you want. And part of the way we do this in Sandia Green Clean back in Albuquerque with our cleaning business is we have a bonus system. We reward those behaviors from our cleaners, the things that we want them to improve, the things that we want to see improved that we want to keep an eye on, right? So 
that's just a small example of that, guys. You can do that all throughout your organization. All sorts of ways you can be navigating that change, rewarding and creating those reward systems. But I want to encourage you guys right now, your company in this time of great uncertainty, of all the great unknowns, of all the things that maybe keep you up at night, your company can thrive. And right now, as scary as it sounds, as scary as it could feel right now with all the chaos and the crisis going on in the world, remember that change opens an opportunity to grow bigger and to grow better. And actually, the crisis that's happening in the world right now, there's nothing better that could create more opportunity than crisis. Okay, so think about this for a sec, guys. What happens when everything stays the same in your family and church and your business and your personal life? What happens when everything stays the same? Okay, humans as a whole get lazy. They get complacent. They become stagnant and they become insulated from improvement. And this is just what happens, guys, when there's no desperate need for change. We kind of like become stale and stagnant and we don't do anything. So really, guys, look at change. Look at all the chaos. Look at all the crisis going on around us or maybe even more so in your personal life, whatever's happening. Look at that as an opportunity, as scary as it sounds, because desperate people prevail in the world. I'll say that again. Desperate people prevail in this world. You show somebody who's desperate, and I'll show you somebody who's innovative, who is desperate to make a difference, who is choking for oxygen to get better. And I'm not saying choking like desperate like a beggar. I'm saying like desperate in this form of like do whatever it takes to win, like innovation, resiliency. And that is what I'm talking about, guys, is taking that crisis, those mistakes, whatever you've been struggling with in your business and becoming desperate for change, desperate to become better. Okay, so becoming desperate is actually a really good thing. That's why we say a lot of times in the podcast, guys, when you're starting a new business or you want to succeed at something, put your back up against the wall, meaning you have no other choice but to win. Become desperate to win and start evaluating how you dominate in your marketplace. How are you dominating your business, your marketplace? And if I said for a second, you and your company and your people, what's the identity? Not the culture, okay? Culture is different. But what is your identity? Are you guys, is your company, is your people, are they dominant? Are they fearless? Are they innovative? Okay, so we've talked about in the past, guys, we've worked on systems. We've talked about culture, values. We're still continuing to talk about those things. Those are extremely important things to build into your business. But what about identity? Okay, have you thought about who you are as a leader in your business? And also, who are you as a business? What's your identity as a business? And this is going to change everything for you guys, okay? So organizations rise to the identity they have. And normally, they rise to the identity of the leader. So when next time you see somebody in your organization not rising to to the occasion, not rising to those expectations, instead of firing them and writing them up, say just, hey, I'm noticing some things that aren't consistent with our identity. And this is actually an incredible way I'm going to share with you guys more how you can shift this perspective. And actually, you can use this on your kids. You can use this in relationships. But the way you talk to yourself is huge, guys. And the way you see yourself and your identity is going to change all these opportunities that come your way and also how you win in your business. So think about this for a second. The highest form of expression of one's identity is their behavior. Behavior screams who you truly believe you are as a person or a company. So when you're company isn't behaving correctly, when people are out of whack, when people aren't showing up or doing the work that you need them to do, it's your fault, okay? Identity 
is who the F we are, okay? And we are the best. And if that's your identity, are we the best? Are we champions? Are we resilient? Are we adaptive? Are we creating that kind of identity for our teams and for our business? And if you're not, we need to start thinking about this, guys, because identity is the most important thing that drives behavior. And you have to actually physically get conscious to create it, okay? So you can use this time Even right now in the world, when everything's crazy, when everyone's uncertain, when everyone's putting their head in the sand and turtling and not doing what they should be doing, use this time to create new identity for you and for your company. You have someone underperforming in your company. Well, that thing they're doing is an expression of who they think they are or who they think your organization is. Think about that for a second. If you have kids, I've got four kids, and a lot of times I see them misbehaving. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, what's going on? Like, what could possibly be creating this behavior? Well, the kids who misbehave, that's actually the highest indication, again, of who you really believe you are. So them acting out like that is who they really believe they are. And it's screaming, this is who I think I am. And most people don't understand that. So in order to change behavior, you have to change expectations and you have to change the rewards. And so when we, I started thinking about this, I actually started completely shifting how I talked to my kids as well. And we'll get more into that, guys. But think for a second, the word dynamite, okay? The root word of the word dynamite is dynamic. Dynamic, which means something that evolves and actually blows up, right? Dynamite, blows up. So blow up the identity of your company. That requires a leader that blows it up, guys. We survive, we thrive. And I'm sure you all know some businesses out there that when you see them, you're like, man, that that business dominates. They have a dominating presence, right? You could also have an identity of generosity or kindness or resilience. You can choose whatever you're going to blow up your company with. But from that comes the core values after that, okay? And all the other things that come, culture, core values, all that comes after identity, okay? So it's actually one of the most important things that we're talking about is first identity and then culture, and then core values. But a dynamic person is adaptable, engaging, full of energy, innovative. Are you those things? Is your company or organization those things? So look at those things in our business. That's what we need to be looking at, guys. And do you tell your company, like when you have your meetings, when you shout out your emails, when you send out your messages to your teams, do you speak that into existence? Are you consciously creating that environment for your company? And if you're not, guys, this is the time to start taking that and making that change and start shifting that environment, start shifting the identity of who people think they are within your organization. And you have to do that same thing, but that's going to help you guys to start navigating this change that we're all going through right now. So think about this. Ordinary people, which if you're an entrepreneur, I'm sorry, you're not ordinary anymore, (laughs) but ordinary people are capable of problem solving and taking chances and good times and also solving problems, right? They don't have as much stress. Lots of people can solve problems and they're capable of problem solving when things are good. But when crisis hits, no one knows what to do. No one knows what to do, but an innovative person gets in front, okay, and jumps on that wave and steers that ship. Are you that innovative person for your business or for your company? Or can you become that identity and can you become that visionary entrepreneur that steers your company that changes the identity of who you are and who your company is so that you guys can navigate this change. So how sad is it that so many people with all the crisis happening in the world have bought in to the doom and the gloom 
and not remembered that this is actually one of the most opportunistic times in history, at least in our lifetime. And you can actually simultaneously believe that there is doom and gloom, but there is also massive opportunity. Simultaneously, guys, that is possible. And that might be just a mindset shift for you or a change in belief, but you have to start seeing both sides of it, guys. You have to start seeing it's not just black or white, but there is actually massive opportunity amongst the chaos, amongst the crisis, amongst the doom and gloom. You can actually believe both is possible. But change those limiting beliefs, guys. That's why you're struggling. It's, we got to know what's going on in the world is definitely wrong and screwed up, but it still creates huge opportunity. So crisis is what creates opportunity. Even failure, believe it or not, failure creates opportunity. Want to hear all of the latest news from Profit Cleaners first? Want to make sure you don't miss out on our next courses and some amazing discounts? Well, be sure to follow at Profit Cleaners on Instagram and sign up for our emails on ProfitCleaners.com. So resilience, getting back to resilience, guys. Is your company resilient? Are you resilient? And is that something that you consciously creating into your environment? It's a big deal. And if that's not an identity you have, you need to start cultivating some identity of resilience, some identity of I'm unstoppable, I'm relentless, right? Something that's going to hold you to that so you can win. And if you start telling yourself that, hey, we're resilient, we're innovative, we're adaptive. And if you haven't started speaking that into existence and truly started believing that, now's the time. Okay, now's the time to put yourself in a state of your identity. And this is crazy sounding stuff, guys, but it's really not that crazy. It's next level, but it is totally possible for you to put yourself in a new state of a new identity. And you just start doing it. Like I do it when I have to speak to you guys or when I have to do stuff in my life, grow my business. But you just start telling yourself, like, I'm the go-to guy. Like, I'm the best entrepreneur the world's ever seen. I'm the best cleaning service business owner ever. I'm a strategic thinker. I'm a visionary. I'm an ethical, honest guy. And when I do stuff, I get it done and I win. That's the kind of identity you have to start cultivating. And I literally have to do that and change my identity every single day and focus on that and meditate on that. And it's something that I'm continuing to cultivate into my life. But guys, you have to start speaking that into existence in order to make it a true reality. So I want to give you guys an example. This is actually a real example. I won't list the athlete and everything like that, but this is a real athlete. He was having extreme, extreme difficulties and he was actually a golfer and he was a really good golfer. Supposedly he had his coaches all around him. He had all the people in his life that were helping him get to that next level, but he just kept missing the putts. He kept missing the balls. Right. And he couldn't figure it out. And all his coaches were scratching their heads and they said, well, I don't understand. And they sent up to the experts and the experts said, well, what's wrong? And he's got a good stroke. He's got the anchors. He's got the triggers. He's doing all the right things. So why is he still struggling? And the coaches ended up figuring out, well, it's his identity. This guy doesn't think he's a good golfer. He doesn't think he's a good putter. He doesn't think he's a good driver. It's the most powerful force for any company and for any individual is their identity. So maybe the identity served you then, maybe the identity that you used to have served you in the past, but now it needs to be different. Now it needs to be more resilient, more adaptive, more dominant. So show me your identity as a company and, and I will show you the results you're getting. Show me the identity as a company and I will show you the results you are getting. Okay, so basically the coaches had to tell this golfer, he's, they had to be like, hey man, snap out of it. No one cares more about this than you. 
no one deserves this more than you. And they had to change his identity and shift his mental mindset because this guy was literally, every time he would miss a, a putt or miss a hit, he would hit himself in the head with the putter and say, God, you suck. And he would tell himself this negative self-talk. And the coaches would watch this and they would say, God, I can't believe this. But they realized this guy needed a shift in his identity. And so when you change your identity based on intent, not skill level, you will always be trailing. You look around in our lives, guys, and we have a lot of comparison. It's easy to compare yourself past, you know, maybe it's your business you're comparing to a competitor. Maybe it's a previous relationship, a financial situation in the past. But comparison is the root of all pain. Stop comparing, first of all. It's a very negative way to do things. More importantly, get a compelling vision for the future that you want. Okay, start creating that future and that compelling vision of what it is you want and stop looking back. Don't rob yourself looking back. Quit looking back, which is robbing you of the best possible intention of your future. It's just wasting your time. If you guys are still in business at all, if you're still even listening to this podcast, there's a good chance that you are good. You are resilient. You are tough. There's no way you'd still be in business five or 10 or some of you have been in business 15 or 20 more more years. There's no way you'd still be in business if you weren't great. So remember that you are great. There's got to be some things in your life you can look back that you've done longer than anyone else, that you've done better than anyone else for the longest time. So look at, remember those things. You are resilient. You are great. You just have to translate that into the rest of your life. Quit looking back. That gives you nothing and start looking into the future. Become a new character. I remember growing up and some of you have had parents that weren't perfect. My mom was an alcoholic growing up and she had the hardest time stopping drinking in and out of rehab as I was growing up throughout my life. She probably stopped, tried to stop drinking 50 or 60 times. And then up to this day, she actually is sober, which is amazing. But even myself, guys, I've got success to what most of you guys would say, oh, he's successful. I've got a seven-figure service business because it took me 20 years. I started my very first business when I was 14 years old. I'm 36 years old now. And it wasn't until a few years ago that I was able to say, I own a successful seven-figure business. I had done a lot of businesses over a decade before that, before I did it. So stop telling yourself, I could have stopped right there like five or 10 years in and said, I'm not going to ever do this. I'm not going to be successful. I'm never going to have a million dollar business. And I could have just stopped right there, right? So stop telling yourself the old story and start telling the new story. Because every time I failed, every time I had a business in the past that didn't get to where I wanted to be, I, I remembered my identity. I am resilient. I am adaptive. I can get through anything because I know where I came from. And you guys need to start doing the same thing and remembering who you are and start telling that new story to yourself. Okay. You are familiar with the same old pattern in the story in just different ways, different people, right? You've seen it. In your life, you've seen it in other people's lives. So you got to create this new story and tell it to yourself and others all the time. That's why negative self-talk, telling yourself you're no good, telling yourself I'll never make it, start shifting that negative self-talk and start consciously creating a new character, a new story. I am the best. I am the greatest business owner in my city. I am gonna. Cre- I am the owner of a seven-figure, six-figure cleaning business. I am, I am, and start creating that new storyline and start believing it with all of your might, with all of your intention. There is a lot in life with just believing something. Belief goes a very long way, guys, more than you'd think. But our brain goes to find references and takes control of the story. 
and it actually starts to, be, to become it and move like it the more you believe it. So start telling yourself the positive things and your subconscious will pick up on it and it doesn't know if it's true or not. It'll just start becoming that. So how much more important to be telling yourself, I am a winner. I can do this. Okay. And back to the golfer story, guys. I didn't finish all up all this, but basically what these coaches did with this golfer is anytime that he started messing up his swings or his drives or his putts, instead of him hitting himself in the head, they said, Hey, you got to stop doing that. That's not your identity. That's not who you are. And they, what they did is they actually separated who he was, what his actions, his behaviors were from his identity. And this is exactly what you guys have to do. And I have to do every single day. But instead they started telling him, Hey, that's not like you. That's not you. You're better than that. And they actually told this golfer, every single time you miss a putt, I want you to laugh at yourself and laugh so hard and start telling yourself over and over and over, hey, that's not you. You're better than that. That's not like you. You're better than that. And they said, I want you to start saying this to yourself so many times that it becomes like a broken record. And I want you to actually laugh at yourself when you mess up that putt. And so the guy started doing this and he couldn't believe it at first. He's like, this feels really strange. But after so many times of doing it, he actually rewired and reprogrammed his brain to the fact that it was surprising to him if he made a mistake. And he would tell himself, that's not like you. You're better than that. And guys, this same line that I'm telling you, I've started shifting the way I talk to myself, even the way I talk to my kids. When they are acting out and having crazy behaviors, I say, hey, that's not like you. That's not you. You're better than that. And you know what? they start getting better because they start to associate a better belief, a new character. And it's so, so powerful, guys, when you start shifting your identity. And this golfer that was having these struggles that I was telling you guys about, he went from completely flailing and falling off the charts to now he's like back in the top, I want to say top five golfers. And he's in one of the biggest tours golfing around in these big tournaments. And guys, it was a simple shift in his identity. He was a great golfer. He knew it. He was just telling himself, Otherwise, he was creating these false identities for himself, even just the way he talked to himself. So guys, it's so powerful when you start telling yourself a new story and you start taking control of that story and becoming it and believing it. Okay. And like I'm telling you right now, guys, there's the only way I'm talking to you right now on this podcast is because I didn't give up after five or 10 or even 15 years of being an entrepreneur. And I'm not that much smarter at all than you guys. I'm really not. I'm just an average guy. Same with Brandon, but we're resilient. We are tough, okay? And this is building a new muscle in your mind. This is building a new mental toughness muscle, but you've got to start getting up every day and telling yourself a new story. You've got to stop looking back, quit looking back and start looking forward and tell the new story, create the new story, step into it and start becoming this new identity that you truly seek to achieve. Whatever that goal, whatever those expectations are, become that new person. And it's really as simple as that, guys. I mean, uh, this is next level stuff. This is stuff you're not going to hear all the time on the self-development podcast because a lot of times people don't talk about this. They only talk about what are your core values and what's your mission and what's your culture. Well, all of that comes after identity, guys. So remember who you are and who your identity is changes everything. And it changes how you navigate this time of change right now in the world. It changes all of the opportunities that are going to come your way because a simple shift in your mindset. And so I want you guys to really start thinking about that and start thinking about what you can do to completely shift this perspective. 
for you, for your company, for your teams. And like that guy I told you guys, the golfer, the professional golfer, why did he get back into the top 10% of the golfers? Because it's not like him. It's not like him to lose. And it's not like you to lose or make those mistakes or even in this crisis to just sit there and do nothing, right? So first of all, he, he changed his identity. Second, he changed his expectations. And third, changed his recognition. So now he expects to make putts and he is shocked when he doesn't. So you change the identity and then you change expectations. And when you see someone in your company that isn't meeting that identity, you take them aside instead of writing them up. This is something we're going to start implementing differently in our cleaning business soon, guys. But instead of just writing them up, say, hey, that's not you. You are a great cleaner. You are a great leader on your team. And so that's kind of the shift that needs to happen. Those people forgot who they were. They're just acting out of what they think the identity of who they are or the company is. But the truth is, guys, that's not who they are. So make sure you start telling people that on your teams. So when changes happen naturally, people focus on the problem. No. What you need to start doing, guys, identify the problem and then spend 90% of your time on solutions. And that only can come from an organization that has resilience, dominance, adaptiveness built into it, right? So you can take far better control of that identity so you can go far, far further with your results and your goals, okay? It's not values, guys. It's identity. The values and all their culture and all that stuff is nice and fluffy and it's good. But if you don't get this right, if you don't get identity right, you could miss the whole boat, guys. So this is what creates all the opportunities. You won't see them unless you have an opportunity that sees them, right? So if you guys think for a sec, why did Amazon do so much better in the last couple of years? They saw the opportunity, even though amongst the crisis and all the craziness, they saw the opportunities. Why is Elon Musk have a big smile on his face right now when gas prices are going up? Because he has an identity as a visionary and he finds himself seeing into the future. So do you think that if you started labeling yourself as a visionary entrepreneur, would you start seeing around more corners? Would you start seeing things into the future that no one else sees, start thinking differently? You probably would. So I want you guys, at the very least, to take from this podcast today, to take a mindset of being innovative and evolving your company. Is That's actually a core value that helps you to grow your company, okay? And you need to have that core value built in if it's not already. Being innovative and evolving, okay? Change is an actually, it's a very good thing. But remind yourself of a few things that shouldn't change, first of all. Your vision and your mission should not change and your commitment to your own character and your own core values. These are the things that weather and thrive in times of change. Okay, So when everyone else is panicking, that's your time to go get it. That's your time to step up and win and dominate. Okay, Dispense that dominance when everyone else is in panic. That's your time to go. That should be your cue and your signal. Okay, guys, so I'm going to leave you with this, there's two types of actions. One is immediate, decisive action. And also, number two is cutting losses. So don't try to make something work that's not working, okay? Don't keep throwing good money or energy on strategies or, or whatever it is if it's not working. You got to be able to pivot and implement the new strategy and innovate on new directions. If it's not working, shift directions. Go somewhere else. Try something else. Most people try to keep making it work and they keep banging their head against the wall instead of seeing 
and being visionary and seeing out ahead and seeing where they're going. So I want to leave you guys with that today and just remind you guys that you have to be someone who is a seeker of opportunity. You have to be someone who is a seeker of opportunity. True visionary leaders are constantly looking for opportunity. Are you a true visionary leader for your company? And if you're not, you need to start adopting that identity. True visionary leaders are constantly looking for opportunity, not just looking to execute. The best leaders are reading, searching. They hear, see, and feel things that others don't, Okay, especially visionary leaders, because that is their identity. If you're not a visionary leader for your business already, you need to start thinking and acting and adopting who that visionary leader would be for your brand to take it to the next level and win, guys. It doesn't mean you have to be a particular type of person or even like me, you know, like I partnered with Brandon in our business, but he thinks much differently than me. I am a visionary entrepreneur, but I didn't just become that. I worked on that skill over and over. And I told myself I am a visionary entrepreneur. And to this day, I do see around corners and I see ahead where others don't see stuff. And we, I see strategies and things that I know will work when no one else knows it'll work. So when you start becoming that person, when you start becoming that new identity, you start attracting the type of people that will help you fill those other roles, okay? That do have those kind of brains, that do think differently, or maybe they're even smarter than you, right? Which is great. You want to surround yourself with people that are smarter than you, that you're not the smartest person in the room sometimes. That's a really good place to be. Make yourself uncomfortable. The more uncomfortable you can get, the more at ease you can be with being uncomfortable, the more you'll grow. So guys, remember, changing that identity, and if you can incorporate being a visionary leader into that identity, This drives everything, okay? This is the invisible thing that's keeping where you're at right now. But again, it's all coming back to the identity of your company and to the extent that you become world-class at the identity piece will be the thing that changes everything in your business. So I want to leave you guys with that today. Hopefully you guys can imagine where that shift's going to take place in your identity. You can start adopting those new beliefs about who you are and who your organization is. And I hope this helped you guys. I know this was deeply impactful for me when I heard this recently, but I just want to share that with you guys, encourage you guys to take on that new identity and to start leveraging this time right now of craziness, of crisis, maybe even some mistakes you've made recently and start seeing that simultaneously there's huge, massive opportunity and start using this new identity that that you create to navigate the change and to blow past all your competition, to blow past even your wildest expectations of yourself and your own company. But guys, it all starts with identity. And again, it all comes back to the identity of your company. And that will be the thing that changes everything in your business. So that's the podcast today, guys. I know it was a little longer than normal, but hopefully you guys got some value out of it. I know we're all struggling with stuff like this right now. So just want to make sure you guys hear that. If you guys are getting value out of the podcast, share it out like, subscribe, leave us a review. It'll be hugely helpful. And we'll fill you guys in again soon. Until next time, keep it clean. Thanks for joining us today. To get more info, including show notes, updates, trainings, and super cool free stuff, head over to ProfitCleaners.com. And remember, keep it clean.